Welcome, everybody. Bringing back an old favorite tonight on the Filibuster Freestyle. Dara O'Brien coming back with an extremely hot take related to Southern Charm, related to Naomi being back on Southern Charm, and the situation between she and Whitney. Hey, Cindy Harrington, I know you're in the studio. Briefly, what's Whitney's last name? Um, oh, it's not Alchol because... That's his sister. Serena Alchol. No, that's Pat's last name. Wasn't Serena Alchol the lady from Channel One when we were kids on Channel One in school? Oh, was that his That's sister? his sister. Are you sure? I thought you told me. Anyway, great intro. Wow. Uh, so Dara's going to give Whitney us a Whitney Solder Smith. That's his name. Whitney Solder Smith. So, what's it. Naomi's last name? Orlindo? Orlindo. So anyway, Naomi Orlindo, Whitney, whatever his last name just was, and uh, Dara's got a hot take. So here comes the theme song. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your pods. Cindy is busy doing other important things tonight, but I'm glad we got her on Southern Charm Pod for a hot second. Bye. <laughs> filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right, as promised, what a treat from the mean streets of Philadelphia. Darrow O'Brien back on the reality TV beat for the filibuster freestyle. Dara, how are you? I'm great, Gavin. I'm so happy to be back. It feels like the pre-pandemic days. It does. I feel like we we just couldn't bring ourselves to pod about Captain Glenn, who I've come to appreciate, by the way, below deck uh, sailing yacht. But, you know, just like it got really dreary there at the beginning of the pandemic in terms of reality TV. And, you know, now we're back, to your point. And so, speaking of back, Naomi Olindo, whose name I'm only getting right because Cindy and I had a very interestingly awkward pop quiz about her name before the theme song. Uh, spoiler alert, we now know it's Orlindo. Um, you got a hot take about how, how Naomi got back on the show and how it's tied to this makeout sessions that she's having with Whitney, um, who happens to be one of the producers of the show, and also like 60, probably 60 years old. Yes, yes, 60 if he's a dick. I, I was shocked as most of the Southern Charm world was when it was said on the episode before last that Naomi and Whitney had made out after the dog wedding. Yes. And it was like more than made out. Like they I hooked think up, they quote, hooked well, up, yeah. <laughs> hooked up, yes. Um, and I bought it hook, line, and sinker and was horrified for Naomi because I was like, wow. How the mighty have fallen. I mean, she was a real it girl a few yeah. seasons ago. Um, and then kind of left uh, to, off to New York with her doctor boyfriend. And we all know how that turned out. She not well back. for Naomi. Not not well. Um, so she had to come back to Southern Charm. And I thought, wow, uh, sad for her that she's hooking up with Whitney. And then... Sitting there thinking the other night, watching the episode after where they were in that weird house in the middle of the Frank Lloyd Wright House. Yes, yes, Frank Lloyd Wright House. Was thinking, something just doesn't feel right about this storyline. I 
don't think they actually hooked up. Mm. I actually think, I actually think she and Whitney are selling a storyline and I don't want the receipts, but I also do want the receipts. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see it, but I don't believe you. And I think that he's a producer and I think that this is a good storyline because I didn't think they had much. They all hate each other. Mm. Nobody wants to be filming together. Correct. So, which I guess leads me to the question, which is more, uh, which is more horrifying, hooking up with Whitney or having to pretend you hooked up with Whitney? Great rhetorical question on that. I think you brought this to our attention the other day via text, which is why we're here. And I've since had a chance to noodle, you know, noodle it in my brain. And I think you're right. Um, and I think you're right by virtue of the second episode in which they quote hooked up when Craig was, you know, knocking on the door with a sword and then she talked from behind the door. I really do think it's like, how can we perpetuate that we're hooking up, but not actually show it when, if they had the footage, listen, this is a show that shows dumb scenes from five seasons ago, whenever, like if I have to see, and I, I said this the last time we talked about this. We still have to see the Madison, Austin, like, cell phone grainy video that some floozy took in his apartment five years ago. Whenever they can work that in, they work it in. If there was any footage of these two doing more than a hug and a kiss on the cheek, which, like, I would do if I saw you tomorrow. I would do to my mother-in-law or my mother. That's not... That's not the goods that a reality TV show is going for. So I totally been noodling on this since you brought it up, and I'm with you. If they had footage... They're waiting for one of two things. They ain't got crap, and they know it, or they're going to blow our minds now that we're calling it out. But I tend to think that your hot take is not hot. It is accurate, and therefore room temperature in a good way. Yeah, I agree. Like, So they they never like followed up that night. It was like uh, they all were playing basketball, and they clearly didn't even have any good drunk footage of them because no. – it was all shown in flashback form the next day. Exactly. So they didn't go to bed together. They weren't sleeping in each other's rooms. They were, we would have seen all She of also showed up dressed to the nines for brunch. Yeah, so it's a strange outfit. And let's, I want to table that for one second. Skin type pants. Yes, let's get back to that in a second because I, I want to return to that scene. But Cindy, you've heard my response to Dara. You've heard Dara's take. You're still here before you have to go work on some magical things here in our household slash studio. Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that take? And then we'll get you out of here. I totally agree with both of you. I think it's spot on. And I agree with the point that, okay, the one time, sure, but now they're just like perpetuating this story and laying it on a little too thick. Yeah. And so it definitely, yeah. you can you can start to poke holes in that. If they have the goods, right. they'd be showing us the footage. Totally. And it's literally their job to have the footage. And now my other thing, my other thing too is I feel like Whitney doesn't have a lot going on right now. You know, he tends to be like, oh, I'm in LA, I'm a producer, this, that, and the other thing. Clearly things aren't going well there. Maybe the pandemic hit him hard, whatever. Okay. Because he's usually, I I feel like trying to not be in the show since, especially since uh, T-Rav Yeah, and now he's on the show. But now he's like, yeah, coming back full force and he needed a storyline and why wouldn't he just use the prettiest girl on there to, you know, propel that story forward and give him, you know, 
Yeah, some juice. Some juice. All right. Well, good stuff. Right. Thanks, Cindy. You're welcome. So everybody yeah. believes in that. Um, so, Dara, yeah. I want to go back to that scene where uh, Naomi's walking up the driveway, and then Austin and Whitney are talking, and then he says she has a, a nice gait, which is another yeah. phrase for walking. But I don't it's think a medical term, by the way. Right. I don't think she dresses <laughs> like that the day after. If it wasn't like a completely like. Um, fabricated situation in which she then decided to bring her glam team anyway for the next morning because she had a sweet outfit she wanted to wear and she wanted to look good and that wouldn't be that wouldn't matter if she actually had a storyline in which she was hooking up with the 60 year old Whitney yeah it was a strange outfit to wear at like 9.30 in the morning or even 11.30 whatever yeah, anytime before noon really <laughs> yeah so yeah, a leather skin tight pant yeah exactly Tricky. So anyway, I think it's a great hot take, um, and I, I'm on it. I'm on it with you. I think the more you brought it up, you, I don't know that I would have I would have questioned it without your your guidance, frankly. But that's why you're here. And uh, then once you did, you. to your point, I started noodling on it, and it hit me. Their job, like anybody who's watched Below Deck, they get footage of everything. Everything. There's not a there's not a scene they miss. There's not a drunken fall. There's not an inappropriate pass made that we don't get to see. Right. And that's, you know, that's why it's the number one rated show on Bravo, right? Right. And it is, by far. Uh, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked by that because it's the one franchise that I actually, three years later into the pandemic, I actually like the franchise. Like, I'm actually, I don't seek it out, but I, I don't pretend that I don't like it. I don't get annoyed by it. It's always good, below deck. But all right, so other hot takes from... Southern Charm this season. You got anything else written down there? I know you're a copious so, note taker. Yeah, copious note taker. I, I, um, I really thought and felt strongly going into the season that Austin is my number one arch enemy. Sure. You know, we all have to have him, and I can't stand him. He looks like a muppet. He thinks he's super hot. And he gaslights women like it's his job, and I'm not. I'm not here for it. I think okay? it is his job at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I, he actually is getting paid to do it. Um, so I doesn't make it okay. Very doesn't make it okay. <laughs> correct. I I felt secure in that um, mm-hmm. in that view, and what's rocked me to my core is that. Uh, I hate someone more than him. And Austin is actually uh, in the wake of Shep's performance this season. Ooh, yeah. Turned into, I mean, I, I almost like him by comparison. So it's, that's what throw me for a loop. You know, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So number one, the only time, and I think Cindy mentioned this to us on our text, but for the listeners, Austin's okay when it's not when he's not talking about himself or he's not the center of the conversation. So when he was kind of needling um, Whitney about Naomi as she's walking up, like he's a plausible um, bit character. He's a plausible supporting cast. Doesn't make me like right. him anymore, but I can get I can I can utilize him in that piece. But anyway, we've already said enough. So my guess is you're alluding to the fact that one Shepherd Rose is just a horrible piece of garbage. He's a horrible piece of garbage. Now, look, we have seen this. We've seen this act before. A couple seasons ago, when he was 
so condescending to basically everyone. Yeah. And he had that horrible reunion where he was like, oh, you think I'm deplorable? You should talk to my friends in Palm Beach. Like, it was a bad, like, it was... Right, it was terrible, right. It was really, it was really bad. Then he course-corrected last season a bit, um, and now he's back to having absolutely no self-awareness. His girlfriend, Taylor who at the beginning of the season, I was like, God, she's such a plain Jane. But now by the end of the season, I find myself quite taken with her. Yeah. Um, she's, she's just like a, seems like a great all around gal. And I just think he's so gross. And also he looks terrible. Looks he's terrible. gotten, he's gotten Botox, but it looks bad. It's bad Botox. It's like, he's sort of like, you can see it around the eyes, but it's not good. And it's like, that's so embarrassing. You're like in your forties, you're dating a 20 something year old, like just, if you're, and, and, and God bless you, but like, at least get good work done. <laughs> at least treat the 20 something year old. Like she's a prize, which Correct. you're not doing. Like, I just, I can't, I can't with them. Yeah. Them. Failing on multiple levels, all cylinders. Yeah. Just failing. Um, yeah. Can I ask you, I don't even, I, if you have a hot take on this person, good for you. I don't think one is possible besides that the meatball dish she made couldn't have looked like Chef Boyardee SpaghettiOs <laughs> more than they did. Catherine Dennis's career is over on this show in terms of being interesting. Can I get that? Like, without the yeah, kids, without T-Rav, like, it's just a waste of time. I got to be honest. I was jotting down some notes in my uh notes app before our call and I didn't even write her name down. That's what I mean. So, I, I figured you hadn't. I, just, I forgot about her, honestly. It was um, that that fake apartment that she lives in with the boyfriend. I've sold enough corporate apartments, Gavin. Yeah, she lives in Oakland Suites. Yeah, that's not a real place that they reside. I no. mean, that is not... That's yeah. where they film their, their pretend uh, their relationship. Pretend relationship and scenes 100% and um, I'm sorry but Catherine your job is to show up to the group events that's your job that is your actual job and also Leva and Vanita you don't get to leave early you're stuck in this hellhole with everyone else yeah how about that (laughs) yeah like not okay Um, where has Leva been this season you know what's strange is that they're giving her allegedly they filmed a spinoff of, you know, she owns that. Which is a big restaurant here, right? Yeah. Yeah. She owns that bar Republic right on King Street that's like a hotspot. And she filmed a like Vanderpump Rules type spinoff. Oh, they're giving like a Leva Pump Rules. Correct. Which could be great. But it's like, my guess is that it's not greenlit because she's not gotten any screen time this season. Either that or... They're saving all the good stuff for that show. I, I don't know, but but you're right. She she left, and then Vanita got in the car with her. You know, there's some stuff that I would like to get into, but I don't think I'm I'm in the the right state of mind to tackle right now. But you know, it's it's interesting. Like, um, cl- so clearly, this Olivia girl um, really like that she stuck up for Chef's girlfriend. Why am I blanking on her name? Taylor. Taylor. Yep. And I like Taylor a lot. I thought she did a good job in Watch What Happens Live recently. Um, like her a lot. But I liked that Olivia was like, you know, don't, you can't talk to women like that, whatever. But could she be more tone deaf around white privilege? No. Right. No, she could right. not. 
Yeah, I, I, it's such, it's so cringe. It's, it's very cringe. It's very cringe. Um, and she really felt, she felt really good about her position in that episode. Yeah, and her too, position was Karen time. She was Karen. Karen's in the wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was tough. That was tough to watch. In some instances, I find myself liking Olivia, and then in other instances, I just can't with her. Well, that's my and p- are they still together? Like, I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. Probably not. You mean, like, right now in real life? Like, to get today? Yeah. Oh, there's no way. I, it's like he was posting with her recently, but then I, I'm watching what happens live. She seemed to allude that they were. I, I don't I actually don't care enough to. Yeah, it doesn't do matter. A deep Why, dive, we, we could, but, either one of us could Google it right now. We're not going to do it. But <laughs> don't don't care. Now we've gone. Uh, how long we've we been talking? Fifteen minutes, sure. and we haven't brought up the reason we, we're all still watching Southern Charm. Let's talk about. Now it. it's time. Let's crescendo this thing. Um, the reason we got into it, the reason we stuck with it, the reason we keep coming back, frankly, the reason that summer house season, whatever, and winter house even work anymore, the legend, the sewing maven, Craig Conover, you met him. Let's just, let's start there. You met him. Yeah. I mean, you can see by the smile on my face. Yeah. It's just, I went on a gal's trip with, uh, your cousin's wife, my best friend, uh, and my other two best friends from high school. And we kept walking by, we were staying near King Street. We kept walking by the store and it just wasn't open. It was early or whatever. And we're like, we have to get there. We had gone to lunch, had a couple cocktails, and we were like, we have to go pop in there and get some merch. Have to. And... There was a line out the door, and we were like, oh, my God, I guess we're going to wait in line to get a sweatshirt. That's fine. We're waiting in line. The girl in front of us, all women, clearly, in line. (laughs) The girl in front of us says, you know he's in there. And I said, shut up. (laughs) And she was like, yes, he's in there. And you'll take pictures. You shut your mouth and you're talking to me. (laughs) Um, And we waited in line for longer than I'd care to admit, probably about 30 minutes. Um bought a sweatshirt and then he the reason that it there were only about 10 people in front of us but he spends five to seven minutes with every single person that comes up and then takes as many pictures as you'd like amazing couldn't couldn't have been nicer couldn't have been more charismatic just and you know easy on the eyes i mean he's just he's so tall too right what's that he's like tall very tall they're He's, all tall. Yeah. That's what I've learned, too. Craig, Shep, Austin, they're all, like, 6'2 plus. Like, yeah. Very good looking. Talked to him about Paige. He had just gotten back from filming the second season of Winter House. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So he was like, yeah, we just got back from filming Winter House, and um, it was crazy. And, yeah, and I'm like, I'm obsessed with you and Paige. And he's like, oh, my God, thank you for saying that, you know. Um just a great guy. Just an absolute great guy. He is the moment. You know, he is the moment. And He's, I couldn't be happier for him. And it really, it really rubs Austin, Whitney, Chef the wrong way. And that makes me happy. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing how, it's amazing how even in like his worst seasons, 
he was kind of the one really that endured. And like everybody, including his girlfriend at the time, Naomi was giving him crap for the sewing. And now he's literally like an eight figure sewing guy. Um, more on the charisma and the fame than the sewing skill, but that's okay. You got to find a niche and he found it. But to the point yep. where you're right, not only is he getting the comeuppance on the girlfriend who didn't believe in him, uh, not only is he propping up like two and a half franchises essentially by himself on Bravo, not only is he just a hot truth, like just the right mix of just smart enough, but just brazen enough, but just dumb enough to say exactly what needs to be said in the most truthful but hurtful way possible but also coming from a good place. But the code in all of it, and you just made this one fall into my head, Whitney and definitely Shep and definitely Austin, but that's not as much, are definitely jealous of him. And there's no way Whitney and Shep ever thought for a hot minute they would ever truly be jealous of Craig Conover. And you're right, they friggin' are. Because they they're just trust fund weenies on a TV show. And he went from a weenie on a TV show without a trust fund to a self-made man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's actually really gosh darn impressive. Yeah. And Dan and I had this discussion. Also, didn't he, like, break up A-Rod and J-Lo's marriage? Yeah. We can, can we Affleck skip over that? Send him a fruit basket, you know? <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck should send him a fruit basket. I mean, the reason that they're together is because he broke up on that last reunion when he was hooked on the Adderall. Yep. And he was so irritated. He just blew up Madison's spot. Um, and it was fantastic. It was fabulous. But sorry, you were talking um, to Dan about something else. I'm sorry. I, I brought in oh, the... Dan and I were dri- driving through the state of Delaware recently on our way to Virginia a couple weekends ago. And as you enter the state of Delaware, it says, you know, home to President Joseph R. Biden. And I was like, you know, let's add Craig Conover to that sign. I mean, you know, Delaware's own. And I think that that keeps him grounded. I think his family keeps him grounded. I think he's just like a good dude. And, you know, call me crazy, but I I got that feeling from him in person. Like, he's very genuine. And um, as I think I said in our text thread, he is like Jim Carrey from Liar Liar, where he can't not... He says the truth. What's in his, he just says the truth. He's like, uh, as on on camera, saying to Austin, "We all know that Shep uh, has hooked up with other people." I mean, Austin. And Austin was like, "Oh, right." And the, yeah, the, and, and by the way, I've been that place where they were doing the bowling or whatever they were doing. I've definitely been there because that's my old my old stomping grounds in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good spot. But by the way, yeah. It, um, it is. It's like Liar Liar. It's like um, there was a Ricky Gervais movie where he was the only person in the world who lied and everybody else told the truth all, all the time. But in, in our world, in our real world, Craig is the person who basically tells the truth all the time, even if what is not called for in the moment is the honest truth. Like you can not be dishonest while also not saying what is rude or mean or hurtful or just on camera. Craig... 10 years into his TV career, just does not give a gosh darn who is listening. He will speak what is in his heart, what is on his mind, no matter 
how many J-Lo marriages he breaks up. You know what I mean? 100%. And the other thing that's funny, too, is that, like, everyone, he is, the like, in this total power position, even in, remember a couple seasons ago when Patricia was launching her line on HSN and she was, like, talking crap about him on Twitter and about, like, his pillows and she was like, well, mine's going to be high-end stuff and she was kind of, like, dogging him a bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, she has to eat crow now, too. And I love to see that. Well, that's well. what they all took him. And this is, you know, not to get into, I mean, again, Craig, I don't, you don't need me to tell you how to live your life. You're living your life just fine. But if you go back to the early seasons, and there was even a season when he had to, like, go home, clearly, you know, was having some substance issues, it's, I would see, it seems. You know, I think people all... Like, put him in that box of the guy who has a lot going for himself, the person who has a lot going for themselves, but is either in their own way or not mature enough. And I think they lumped him into he'll always be, you know, self-inflicting his own worst enemy, etc. And what they forgot to do was realize that he genuinely connects with people. He genuinely created a niche and he's a big enough of a star to make that niche a thing that makes money and that's what they're all trying to do at all these shows and the only one who's really and again you know better than me you probably rattle off five more people but the only one who ever really made it work was Bethany Frankel with Skinny Girl right where she right I don't think that existed before she got on the show or maybe it did but it wasn't a household name and she exploded it and she didn't need the show anymore that's like in the territory I feel like Craig's gone into and all those good old boys and his Whitney's mom, Pat, all yucked it up at the trust fund, you know, table. Hey, we're rich. We're famous, too. Like, Craig's a moron. And actually, none of you are endearing. None right. of you have, star, have the star the power. You can catch fire. Like, even in the skinny girl example, which you're 100% correct. Even in the skinny girl example, it's like, you can catch fire. You can make a ton of money. But it only will last for so long because if you're not somebody that people like if you're not a likable person if you're not someone who can connect with people like people don't want to buy your crap like they don't no. want to buy your skinny girl if you're an, an a-hole so um i think that uh i'm just like so happy for craig i just really dan and i are like you know screw southern charm like just give me the craig and page spinoff that's what and i mean I'm good there yeah I'm give, good. Me, give me give me uh Trying to think of a house name for it, but yeah, give me like Autumn House, where it's like them going, them going looking at foliage. I don't know, give me something. Because to yeah, be honest, yeah. to be honest, um, you know, Paige has a lot of those similarities. Yeah, Paige is meant for television. I right, mean, I that's what I mean. She's her. she's a superstar, yeah. but a lot of that comes from just being genuinely who she is, and yeah. obviously she's savvy, and obviously she's you know, checks a lot of the boxes that stars need to have. But at the end of the day, she has a niche. Like, she's really into fashion. She's really into, like, being knowledgeable about it. She's not just like, oh, I'm starting a fashion line because I'm famous. You know, it's like, right. oh, no, like, I'm an, you know, like, and then look at her dumb friend, Hannah Berger. Bye. You know, like, it, yeah. you know, it, it's, it, you know, it. Tiffany. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Andy hates her. Everybody hates her. I mean, I don't think he hates. Well, I think sustainable Shane, um, with the the cardboard straw, the plastic straws, whatever, the paper straws from Below Deck, oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think Andy yeah. like love hates him, but I think he hate hates Hannah. 
and um, she's done. Like she's cooked. She has a podcast like I do. Cool. <laughs> and she has it with Paige. She has to have it with Paige. That's the only reason she gets people to listen. Oh, is Paige on it? Yeah, it's called Giggly Squad. Giggly Squad. I was today yeah. years old when I learned that. that. Any other, um, whether it's relative to Southern Charm or other hot takes from what's going on, on in the Bravo world right now or on any of the realities? Well, two, two random hot takes. Uh, one... Madison, we we didn't talk about Madison, and for good reason. Why is Madison even on the show? Nobody is friends with her, but no. um, she's getting married, and Cindy will know. But she posted like a a reel or something like that recently, where she was on her bachelorette party, and she's walking down the center aisle of a commercial airline. Um, dancing in a white dress with like a microphone like doing a going to the chapel type number and people's reactions in the background because she was on a commercial right it was like JetBlue or something yeah right like people were like uh like covering their faces cringing you can go on queens of bravo and find it it's worth it it's worth the watch um i'd like to and and then um and i just find it straight like strange that she's marrying some Mormon from Utah? Like, what? Correct. He's, I, I, maybe he doesn't live in Utah, but he is a Mormon. He's a Mormon, and he, yeah, I, that one's, okay, you know what, I'm, again, not, haven't done the research, haven't even, this guy hasn't gotten exposure yet, but this one seems fishy to me. Yeah, something doesn't add up, This right? one seems like, fishy it's to just, me. It's strange. Uh, I mean, he's good looking, and I don't know. I hope for the kids' sake that it, it's real or that, you know, she intends on sticking with it. But I don't know. Strange. Um, it seems like 90% of why she's marrying him is to annoy Austin. So, right, mean, which is a great reason to get married to somebody. <laughs> good reason to get married. Um, the, other, the other thing I'd like to mention is just, what do you think of Lindsay and Carl? Engaged. Do they get engaged? They got engaged this weekend. Congrats to them. And well, you know, the thing about it is, Lindsay the maniac. Nuts. And Carl is her good friend. Cindy, are you aware that Carl and Lindsay got engaged? I am. I heard you talking about this. Come on back, because I didn't even know. I have, I have something to say. <laughs> good. Get, that up, get is also, close. That get is also close. a relationship I don't believe. Oh. Really? <laughs> Not by a mile. Wow. Jake of the ball. No, don't don't buy it. I don't buy it. They it's all for show. Uh, I don't know what they're both getting out of it, but it's just I don't know. It's too weird. It it, it was strange. Um, I I don't know. I do believe it. Maybe I just want to believe it. I I Lindsay is so crazy, but I root for her in such a deep deep way like and I don't know why but there's that. something endearing about her like a like a well she's her own worst enemy like what we were right. saying about Craig from like 10 years ago that he completely got over Lindsay right. Hubbard still has that problem where Lindsay Hubbard is Lindsay Hubbard's biggest problem well right I think we all have that crazy inside of us right that's so what I mean we, like identify with her because she's just that crazy all the time and so we just feel bad but let's Yes. Let's go back to Dara's question before Cindy came in. 
off the top rope and blew our, blew our minds. I was going to say, if anybody can understand that level of crazy, it is Carl, who's been her friend throughout and who's now in a really good place himself, relative to where he was a couple seasons ago when they kind of kind of tried dating, but he was in no way, shape, or form ready to date anybody, let alone someone with the uh, craziness of, of Hub House. So anyway, I would go with. I would go with before Cindy said that. I would be happy for them because if anybody can handle her, it's Carl, and I think Carl's in a great place. And if that's what Carl wants, good for Carl. But now that Cindy said that, yeah, time will tell. Shoot, time will tell. I I haven't seen so I've only seen their relationship really play out on Instagram because when the last season wrapped, they were just kind of like you know, toying around with it at Amanda and Kyle's wedding. Yeah. So, and then at the reunion, it's the reunion. So you're not seeing them like in any sort of romantic sense. I mean, I hope it's real. I, I'm such a romantic. I just, I always am like, wait, could that not be real? I hope it's real. Like I, I hope for them that, it is real, mm-hmm. but now you're making me rethink everything, Cindy. I'm yeah. not going to sleep a wink tonight. Yeah. Oh gosh. My, well, now we have something to come back to. Um, yeah, my friend group came. We were like, okay, none of us were. So like, if we're going on the record here, you put a here, ring on it. If it's fake, you put a ring on it. Still, mm. yes, because production is buying that ring. Huh? It was a gorgeous ring, though. It's I will say. Nice. To to summarize, though, so Whitney and Naomi fake. Um. Catherine's house is a corporate fake. apartment. Fake. Oh, yeah. Madison's Mormon wedding, probably fake. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Carl and Hub House, fake. <laughs> and it's all on reality TV. Look, and you know what? Darren and I will watch every minute of it. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Wait, I'm glad Cindy's here because I want Darren's take on one thing before we go, but I don't know the guy's name, and so it was going to be super awkward, and now maybe... With Cindy here, we can get it out. Cindy, who's the guy who does those Bravo videos? Not Brad, but the songs. Like, you know, like... The oh, gym. Seriously Chris? Yeah, do you know Seriously Chris? No, who is this man? So he did this video. He does these videos where he, like, makes up songs to the housewives, like, usually they're fights. And yeah. there's one where Sutton was yelling at Kristen. Crystal. Crystal about her ugly leather pants. Jealous of yeah. what? Your ugly leather pants. Yeah. No, ma'am. Yeah. Are you effing kidding me? And it got made into a song, and it's like my favorite thing it's that's ever happened. It's the catchiest thing of all time. Okay, I'm going to look him up as so soon it's, as what's we get it off. Simply Chris? Seriously Chris. Seriously Chris. Best of Bravo um, puts his stuff on her account a lot, if you follow okay. her. Okay. I'm sure you do. So, I do follow her, yes. yes. Right, so I check do out, her. Check that out, especially the one... You have, to, you have to scroll back a bit for that one. I would, I would Google jealous oh, of what you're ugly. I'll actually just, I'll just send it to her. Yeah. Everybody else, do yourself a okay, favor. Great. Look it up. It's, <laughs> if you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills <laughs> it's easy. and you like songs that are stupid, go and look up Seriously Chris. Unless Cindy can send it to you like she'll send it to Dara. To Dara, I'm glad, I'm glad that you'll see something new. Report back. He had another one recently that was almost as good as jealous of what you're ugly with other pants, but nothing will touch that one. It's just so freaking good. I mean, it's... It's just a great line. Like, it's I just, just sit line. around the house and talk about, like, our daughter. Like, you know, if I have to go change her, I'll, like, change the words and, like, make up songs, like, to the same tune. It's, like, that good. It's, it great. helps me get through my day. 
<laughs> and it came out yeah, like wait. a year and a half ago. Yeah. So anyway, all right, Dara, stick around for a minute. We will catch up. Uh, great to bring back the Southern Charm talk. It's a, it's a worthwhile time to do it. So many hot takes. And I'm excited to see how this season ends because uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. And we know it's a lot of it's not going to end well because a lot of people have broken up and such since. So it's yeah, the reunion should be good. The reunion should actually be really good. There should be good. a lot of it vitriol. Yes. Yeah. I predict, I predict a three-parter. Yeah. At least. Agreed. All right, Cindy, thanks for being on. Sure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Tara, great to have you back on. And everybody else, <laughs> thanks for listening to The Freestyle. <laughs>